What's up, you guys? I'm Andrea. And I'm Haley. And you're listening to Inhuman, a true crime podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Um, today's case, we are going to be covering a disappearance, and it is the disappearance of Alexis Ware. Um, and this case was suggested by a few of our listeners, but nobody left their names. So thank you nonetheless um, for this case suggestion. And I had actually been wanting to cover this case for some time now, Um but I was kind of waiting for an update, hoping that, that she would be found. But as of today, mm. she is still missing. Yeah. So Alexis was 29 years old when she was last seen on January 30th of 2020. She was dropping off her two-year-old son with his father, TJ Patterson, and her nine-year-old daughter was planning to go with them as well. Okay. They had all met at a 7-Eleven gas station on Highway 29 in Anderson, South Carolina. So the weekend before Alexis went missing, she had spent some time at her mother's house, which is about 80 miles away from Greenville, South Carolina, which is where Alexis actually lived. After making the trek home with her kids, Alexis spoke to her mother, Alberta Simpkins, over FaceTime before she decided to take a nap. So she had gotten home about three o'clock and she was planning on like laying down for a little bit before she had to go and meet her son's father. Okay. And sadly that was the last time Alberta had seen or spoken to her daughter. Mm. While Alexis was at her home, um, her mother's home, she purportedly spoke to Alberta about how she thought someone had been following her and that she was afraid. Oh, okay. So she had been kind of, like, wary of something lately. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. Okay. She referred to this person as the quote-unquote devil. Oh, no. But she never disclosed who this man was. She only alluded to the fact that she thought he may have driven a black truck. Okay. Yeah. So Alexis is pretty big i guess well not big but she's got a fairly large social media presence and following okay um she would regularly post photos on instagram and facebook but lately something had been bothering her about being so present online oh interesting okay men she did not know had started sending her messages Um. and alexis referred to these men as quote-unquote creepy men so Whatever they were sending was unsolicited. She didn't go into a lot of detail, but she did not like this side of, you know, social media. I mean, I feel like anybody who has any presence on social media has experienced that kind of like getting unwanted unwanted messages. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's usually like few and far between. Like you'll get a couple here and there but it's not anything like consistent but it sounds like this was more consistent and like yeah she was being kind of 
not stalked because that's not the right word but like she like was, targeted yeah yeah and she was beautiful i mean she, and yeah, she I had a her up she's gorgeous. nice little body got a little booty and she, i mean so you know these guys were probably sending her i mean i've, I'm I've sure. seen messages that guys have sent girls online before so i can only imagine the kind of messages they were sending her yeah so because of this, she began to fear going out on photo shoots because if something was to happen to her, she was not prepared for how she could defend herself. Yeah, I mean, that's totally understandable. Yeah. So that weekend, Alberta said Alexis had been getting back-to-back phone calls from the same number, and that's when she said they were from the devil. Oh, gosh. Okay. Worse yet... Alexis confided in her mother that she did not think she would make it to her 30th birthday, which was only two months away. That's really scary. Yeah. So, according to Alberta, Alexis was really into, like, zodiac signs and, like, predictions. And, like, I assume what I'm gathering is, like, tarot cards and things like that. Because she professed that she had begun to see her own fate and that it was not good. Mm, that's and not good. yeah, and Al- Alberta feared that her daughter may have been correct about her predictions now that she had gone missing. Yeah. So back to the day that she disappeared, um, Alexis awoke from her nap and she packed up her two kids and left her home in Greenville, South Carolina. She had planned to meet TJ, her son's father, in Anderson at 7 p.m. And it was about a 40-minute drive from her house to there. When they met up with TJ, they planned to then head to TJ's mother's house, but in their separate vehicles. So for a while, Alexis followed behind TJ, but suddenly at a red light, she drove around his car, turned right, and sped off unexpectedly. So... TJ called Alberta, and the time frame of this is kind of unclear, but he did call Alberta and ask her if she had spoken to Alexis, and he tried to tell her, like, what had just happened, and Alberta immediately hung up with him and called Alexis, but her daughter's phone went straight to voicemail. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. So her family continued to try and contact Alexis, But when they still had not heard from her, they decided it was time to notify the police. On Tuesday, February 1st, Alexis's family filed a missing persons report with the Anderson County Sheriff's Office. So this is the next day? So it's actually two days later because uh, January has 31 days. Oh, right no it's okay because <laughs> i kind of went back and forth with it too because i was like wait sunday and then tuesday but i was like oh yeah january has right. 31 days <laughs> right <laughs> it's the only time 31 days 31 day months are back to back because december right. and january anyway okay so two yeah. days later so i'm assuming like you know they i think he probably called her that's why i'm saying the timeline is unclear and mm. that would clear up some stuff because if he called her immediately, then it would only be like maybe 730, 8 o'clock right. at the latest. But he could have called her at any time that night right. into the next morning. And then they could have spent that 24-hour period looking for looking, her. Looking, right. And okay. then they filed on Tuesday. So police were able to obtain cell tower records. And they saw that at 835 p.m. on Sunday... 
Alexis's phone pinged in Abbeville County, which is the county below Anderson where she went missing. So this is interesting to me because if she lived in Greenville County, which is the county above Anderson, why was she headed south and why did she end up in Abbeville County? Right. So also at 7.30 and at 8.50 p.m., On Sunday night, her car was seen on highway surveillance cameras leaving Belton Woods Apartments in Anderson. And it's also unclear, um, from what I gather, there was no one that she knew that lived in these apartments. And I'm assuming the surveillance footage was probably too grainy and too blurry to actually see if it was her driving the vehicle. Right. But her car was seen on these highways, highway cameras. Okay. On February 2nd, Alexis's 2019 red Honda Accord was found abandoned and covered in mud in a hunting field in McCormick, South Carolina, which is about 30 miles south of Anderson. So that would kind of coincide with the cell phone ping in Abbeville. Right. Okay. Inside, police recovered Alexis's phone, her daughter's phone, her keys and purse, A bag of clothes was also located in the trunk of her car, and her black hair bonnet was found on the ground outside of her car. And she was wearing that bonnet that night. Um, Later, I will describe, like, do her um, description, and it said that she was wearing the bonnet, but I'm assuming that this was the bonnet she was wearing that was found on the ground. Yeah, I feel like that makes sense. Makes the most sense, yeah. Yeah. So police said that they were able to get some prints off of Alexis's vehicle, but they have not shared publicly who the prints may belong to or if they were even able to match them. So right now we don't know anything. And that could be because there was no match or it could be they don't want to tell because they're on to something, you know. Right, like they know who it is and they're trying to find more against them before they release it. Announce it it publicly, which makes sense yeah so several law enforcement agencies have scoured miles and miles by ground and air in search of alexis canine and cadaver units along with search and rescue teams have been deployed in that area community groups along with friends and family of alexis have searched for her in and around abbeville where her car was located investigators have interviewed numerous people But none of this has led anywhere. Mm. Despite being the last person to see Alexis, TJ has been cleared of any involvement in the case. And he was investigated since day one. Okay. Alexis and TJ seem to have a pretty volatile relationship, according to those around them. TJ was allegedly abusive towards Alexis when they were together. So, in my, I don't, I never saw, like, any, like, police reports or, you know, court cases or anything like that that they went to, but I did come across several text messages and emails um, 
about like him abusing her like between the two of them so it seems like he is copying to the abuse um but he also like makes excuses like oh i don't remember i was blacked out from anger or whatever and there was any even one very explicit picture where she had a huge gash in her forehead and like blood was just all over her face oh gosh and she had sent it to him basically saying like i never want to look like this again like i can't do this with you anymore wow that i know shatters me (laughs) i know so this abuse ends up playing a role in how alexis was able to break her lease at her apartment because she was planning to move to atlanta with her children okay So in an email to her then apartment complex manager, she said TJ was abusive, controlling, and manipulative. And she said, quote, I feel the more I stay around him, he's going to really hurt me one day. I've got to leave, and I'm trying to leave fast and quietly. I need help. I'm trying to leave an abusive relationship on all levels. I wasn't strong enough then, but now I'm ready. My life and kids are more important. Oh my gosh. It just that she was trying. I know. And doing everything she could to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's also reported that Alexis spent her whole life savings to help TJ with his legal troubles. Oh my gosh. She spent over fifty thousand dollars <gasps> hiring two lawyers because TJ was charged with Attempted murder, (gasps) discharging a firearm into a dwelling, criminal conspiracy, obstruction of justice, possession possession of a weapon during a violent crime, and first degree burglary, which he was out on bond for. How? You may ask. Oh my gosh. I don't fucking know. My jaw was on the floor the entire time you were reading all of those out. I know. I'm like... So, you, wow. of course, you know where my, my mind goes, but I'm not going to say it because yeah. I don't want to yeah. get sued, but that just is, like, very suspicious to me. And then, you know, she goes missing. Yeah. Like, you clearly have had run-ins with the law, um, and then she tried to help you by spending all of her money on and a this lawyer. is all alleged. It is alleged. Like, you know, there's not anything 100% concrete. He hasn't been, concrete. Like, convicted of anything? No. no but still like she was trying to help you and oh that's so frustrating yeah but as i previously previously mentioned tj was cleared so first the line of like be him being clear the first thing was like security footage from the 7-eleven parking lot was reviewed and nothing seemed out of the ordinary there was no altercation there was no physical or you know yelling or anything like that verbal altercations okay also tj went to work the following day and evidently per his terms of bond he was on an ankle monitor So, police deemed that his alibi. I mean, if it, if it, if they really did have that record from his ankle monitor, then yeah. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like we're not so sure if that record was there. Or 
if I mean, I don't know. I have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> I really do because I think like I, I can't definitively say that I don't think that he was involved, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he was the one to do something. Right. So that would reflect his ankle monitor being where it should be. Right. Hmm. Okay. So at the time of her disappearance, Alexis was working as a hairstylist in her home. Um, she had like a little home studio type setup. As I mentioned at the top of the episode, she was very active on social media and she actually aspired to be an Instagram model. Oh, yeah. She, she easily could be. Yeah. She's gorgeous. She is gorgeous. And she's like, um, like alternative looking like she has tattoos and piercings and stuff. So like yeah. that alternative modeling would be like right up her alley. Oh, yeah. According to her mother, Alberta, Alexis was ambitious, outgoing, and compassionate. She was going to move to Atlanta where she planned to open up her own boutique because Alexis had an eye for fashion. Okay. She had already acquired her business license and had started stacking up on merchandise that she planned to sell in the boutique. It's very apparent that Alexis craved making a better life for herself and her children. According to her brother, Travis Ware, Alexis is always the life of the party. She is a good mother and she loves her two kids more than anything. They are like her absolute pride and joy. And he exclaimed that Alexis would not just voluntarily up and leave her children this way. Because I'm sure there's speculation about that. You know, of course, there always is. Which did she run away? (laughs) Yeah. It makes me so mad when there's like zero evidence of that, zero like reasoning to believe that at all. Yet there's always going to be that. Like, did she choose to leave? And it's like, no, if her family is saying she didn't choose to leave, she didn't freaking choose to leave. Like, yeah, get that into your head. That drives me right. crazy. I know. So the circumstances around Alexis's disappearance remain unclear. Her case is currently classified as a missing persons case. And to this day, it does remain unsolved. Okay. Alberta which is her mother, Mm -hmm. um, believes that Alexis was likely a victim of kidnapping, and she also is not 100% convinced that TJ was not somehow involved. So her mom believes that he may have been involved. Yep. Okay. And she... What? (laughs) I was just going to say, it's hard to... Of course, this is just my opinion. No, but I'm not blaming anybody. I'm not saying he did it, Mm -hmm. but... Given all of the history of knowing she was saying she was trying to get out of an abusive relationship, of her saying she felt like she was in danger, and just everything else you've said, it's hard to find a different explanation for her disappearance. Yeah, I mean... You do, to play devil's advocate, you do mm-hmm. have, you know, these men that were messaging her. And, yeah. I mean, it's not that hard to figure out where someone lives or if it, you know, if it's a friend of a friend that knew her yeah. through somebody else. I mean, she could have been being stalked by somebody that was completely unrelated to TJ, but. Yeah, and it could be, you know, 
it's you don't think about it but especially when you have a public social media presence and you post like oh i'm at this restaurant like mm-hmm. totally innocently you might not even think about it and somebody could use that to find where you are so i feel like it's not completely out of the realm of possibility that it was somebody that like random yeah um and then it also could have been somebody who like saw her and just decided to do it yeah but with everything else about her history and her past and what we know about things she had said to people it's harder to believe that it was a random person or somebody she didn't know that was stalking her right it's, it's not, all it's equally not out of the realm of possibility that it was him or yeah, someone exactly. associated with him exactly yeah yep so um, Alberta currently has custody of both of Alexis's children, which I assume is because of the charges that TJ has. Um, yeah. And he's not, from what I understand, he is not the birth father or father okay. of um, Alexis's daughter, okay. her, her oldest child. And I'm not sure about the father, what that situation is. I, it, there was nothing about him in any of the research. So, so maybe he's, he's obviously not picture. an option either. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So as of today, police have no persons of interest that they have publicly named in Alexis's disappearance. Um, But they have stated that they are pursuing all prospects. Okay. So Jason Fowler, who is the lead detective for the Anderson County Sheriff's Office, said that he remains positive. In an interview, he stated, quote, It's my hope and belief that Alexis is alive. It's important for me to work every day to locate her and bring her safely home to her children. Now, with that being said, though, Alexis's mother, her family, and other supporters of this case do not believe that the Anderson County Sheriff's Office is doing everything in their power to find Alexis. Um. She is a person of color. I'm not saying that that's that's the the, the motive behind feeling that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know that in a lot of those kinds of cases, um, unfortunately, they do get pushed to the wayside. Yeah, it's it's hard to I wish it wasn't a thing, but you can't ignore it that that yeah. happens. Yeah. And they don't I, they haven't spoken out publicly that they think that that's why. Um, so that's just like me throwing my little two cents into it. Yeah. Um, but there just hasn't been a lot of movement in the case, too. And it feels and... like there's got to be something. Like, how can you just not have any updates unless, like we said earlier, they do have something and they're just trying to get something more definitive on Yeah. A I mean, they have evidence. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's very clear they have something. I mean, yeah. like I said, maybe the fingerprints didn't match anyone in their, in their system, but... Um... That doesn't you know. mean it might not match someone else. Right, exactly. So maybe they're just trying to find a reason to get, you know, forensic evidence from that someone else who we may or may not have already talked about um, yeah. <laughs> to, you know, test against it. Like maybe that's why they haven't shared anything publicly, but still are saying like they remain hopeful. And yeah. unfortunately, like as much as I, we always say, like, I wish that they would just tell the families it's. they can't I understand why they can't because you have to be careful and if something leaks and gets out there which is very 
likely to happen. I mean, I feel like mm-hmm. if the police told me something about a family member of mine that had been was missing and they said, we think it's this person, but you can't say anything. I don't know how I'd react. Like, I might want to go and freaking punch the person. Like, yeah. Even or you might tell one person the and then they tell five people. Yeah. You know, like, so I and get it, it does why, happen. I get why they can't tell the family. So hopefully that's what's happening. Yeah. Um, but it's still really frustrating. It is. I mean, it's been a little over a year at this point. Um, in January, it was a year. Right. So uh, it is it is frustrating once you hit that year mark and not much has been. I mean, they haven't even named any suspects, you know, so yeah. or or publicly named person of interest that they want to speak to. But but hopefully that just is because there really is only one suspect that they're looking at and they don't want to. They name. need the smoking gun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because who knows what that person might do if they think that they're on to to them. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, they don't want anybody running or anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So at the time of her disappearance, Alexis was or is 5'6 and weighed approximately 215 to 230 pounds. She is a black female with black hair and brown eyes. She has multiple tattoos, including a leaf-like feather on the front side of one hand and a rose on the other hand. She has dimple piercings, which... It's kind of self-explanatory, but if you haven't seen them, you might not know. They're just basically piercings in her dimples. (laughs) Alexis was last seen wearing a black bonnet, a black jacket with a purple shirt, blue jeans, and black Crocs. Alexis's family is currently offering a $5,000 reward for information that leads to finding her. If you have any information regarding the disappearance of Alexis, please contact the Anderson County Sheriff's Office at 864-260-4405 or Crime Stoppers at 1-888-CRIMESC, basically Crime, South Carolina. And you can also email Detective Jason uh, Fowler directly at jm fowler at andersonsheriff.com and i will have all of that information um in the show notes so you can just access it directly if you have any information um you can come forward anonymously if you have any tips or any sightings or anything that you think that could help this case get solved like please please, you don't have to have your name attached to it like if someone you know said something randomly that you think could be a part of it or if someone you know or if someone like a couple steps away from you randomly said something and somebody told you like just share it you can share it anonymous anonymously you don't have to be attached to the information but just do the right thing yeah because i think uh i think people people know what happened i think there's yeah. oh yeah easily There's no way nobody knows. Yeah. And I mean, she has kids. Like, these poor kids deserve to know where their mom is. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But that is all I have for you guys today. Um, I will be sharing uh, some of the um, 
screenshots from the emails and the messages for you guys to decide for yourself if you think yeah he may be a part of this or not and of course i'll be sharing pictures of her beautiful face yeah and, like, um, so missing posters and stuff so if you, you see her exactly um but thank you guys so much for listening and we will catch up with you guys next week with a brand new case we hope you have a great weekend and until then keep it human bye guys